action. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Midlanders podcast with me, Jodie Marie, and this is Nick. Um, today we have asked you a question on our community page. We asked if you have any dilemmas or sins that you'd like to confess. Oh, um, you, we have some really good responses. Really looking forward to reacting to them. So that's what we're going to start with today. Nick, Ooh. do you want to start? So this one, I'm not sure if this person is being serious or not, but either way, it's kind of freaky. <laughs> so I think my toys are alive. Every time I have my back turned or step out of a room, that they are in, they are very swift at being still and silent at a drop of a hat when I return into the room. <laughs> nice. So I think their, to their toys are alive. You know what, though? Mm. I think either things are alive in my house or I've got, like, a ghost playing tricks on me because I was after some knives the other day. Somebody bought me some knives, like, fake knives to do a custom with. And no. um, it was, like, a CSI custom. Mm. And um, I had these knives and I needed them for another video or I wanted to use them for another video. Do you think I could find them? The next day, I knew exactly where I'd put them and I was like, well, where are they? Because they're not there. The next day, they was exactly there. And I was like, I looked there. I know I did. So, and no one comes in here apart from me. And that's quite it's really annoying. That's quite interesting though, isn't it? Because I know it's not the same thing, but isn't it annoying when you keep losing stuff? Like, yeah. you, you've, like you've got things and they've never been seen again. So I've had like files and like medical files that I'd had that just vanished never found them don't know where the hell they are like i had a full bag of like magnets that were on my fridge i have no idea where they are i had a key ring full of key rings and you put them somewhere they're just not there anymore yeah. like there's been so many things like where do they go and that makes me sit there and think there's a thing tr they are true that we have borrowers yeah I, I absolutely agree they borrowed their knives and put them back because they was yeah. not there i looked for them in that yeah. specific place, oh, it's like, so when, annoying. It's like when you can't find something in there, so you never know. The tourist could be alive. It's Halloween tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so we're recording this the day before Halloween, so we've still got spooky vibes, but by the mm. time you see this, it'll be... Um, Done and like, dusted. Just, is it just past bonfire night when we release it? It would be the 7th, wouldn't it, I think? Yeah, so yeah, a couple Saturday, of days after Bonfire Night, yeah. Mm. Okay, so I've got a bit of a rogue here. Oh. So, I once fled from a police car. Long story short, got pulled over, cop got out of his car. The second he reached my left quarter panel, I took off. Oh, what gave you the balls to do that, though? Like, I couldn't imagine. Did you just do it out of, like, oh... Let's, like, curiosity, let's just play a game, do you know what I mean? Um, he gave chase, but I lost him in a muddy cornfield. I was in a four-wheel drive pickup, and he was not. Yes, it was a stupid thing to do, but you said you wanted confessions, so there you have it. Wow. I actually really like that, though. I mean, don't do it. 
please. But it it's interesting. I mean, that's a story that you can tell people. Mm. But yeah, are, don't do are, it. Are we the first people you've told? That's yeah, are you? Have you ever admitted that to anyone else, or is it like a a icebreaker for you? Do you tell everyone that? No, I love that though. I'm glad that you, you know, were told us about it. Do you know what? I wouldn't have the balls to do that. I wouldn't. Like, even if it was tempting, I Saying just that couldn't though, do that. I know people that would. Mm. <laughs> I do know same. a few yeah. that do have that type of mentality and that would do it, but I could never. But as if you got away as well. So uh, did they find you afterwards though? Because you read in that, or did they? Did they not find you at all? Oh, you got so many questions to answer for us. I would so like to know. Please give us an update. So, well, I've got one. This (laughs) it's very straight to the point, Uh, and it's a very controversial one actually. So, Mm -hmm. I adore pineapple pizza. Yes, same. Mm. I used to love pineapple pizza, but they don't make um, vegan pineapple pizza, which is wild because I'm sure a lot of vegans love pineapple pizza. That's a bit. I mean, I love pineapple. My that's one of my things that I'll always have on pineapple. Obviously, with other stuff, but um, that is one of my go-to's. I know some people think it's weird, but it's not. But I wonder why they don't do that. Can't you create your own with a Well, with create a vegan, my own, yeah. With your but, vegan base with it. Does that, yeah, I don't yeah. know how it works, but... Yeah, I create my own. But it's just easier sometimes to just whack one in the oven, are you? Oh, yeah, I suppose. I didn't and when you're ordering that. it, like, pizza places, I really just enjoyed... I always used to order a pineapple pizza um, mm. whenever we went to, like, pizza or anything. So now I, no. I don't get that. I, have, uh, I just have the vegan vegetable one. Um, but yeah, yeah this one. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Carry on. Oh. Um. So I have a confession. I don't know whether this one's a bit of a jokey one as well, but it's something that we can discuss because we could probably both relate here. I have a confession. I watch ASMR a lot, but I don't tell anyone about it. Oh. See, now this could be. It could be a bit of a joke. Or you actually do watch a lot of ASMR, and you've never told anyone about it. And I don't. I think there's a lot of people that watch ASMR and then don't tell anyone about it. Which is why I think that that is actually possibly true. Because the yeah. amount of people I've had saying that, oh, nobody knows I watch it. I don't. I feel embarrassed to say I watch it, or I don't know how to say to somebody. Um, yeah. Interesting. You feel embarrassed watching it? Imagine telling someone that you make it. Mm, well, I think that's a good point, yeah. The the awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. So what's that then? Oh, I help people sleep, I whisper to them, is it sexual? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. That, but whatever tickles your fancy. You know, I mean that that's the point though, isn't it? It's it's such a topic that like if to say it, it's like one of those. Here we go. Like that's what I go yeah. like as soon as somebody says, "What's your job?" So I always just come out like I'm a content creator, and then when I say, "Oh, what do you do?" Oh, yeah, YouTube, and then it's kind of like, "Oh, what do you do on YouTube?" And then it's like, "Some are and blah 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 and other stuff." Like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, 
fucking hell, here we go. You know what? This is why I'm really glad that I've got a podcast now because whenever anyone asks, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do YouTube. I've got a podcast. And because yeah. I, I work on a farm now, I just say that as well. And then that kind of just ends the conversation, luckily. Yeah. I, a lot of the time, I always say, oh, I do lifestyle content and then ASMR. <laughs> Drop it in. Because yeah. the only reason is because people, they don't know what it is. Or the yeah. Misconception about it that it is sexual. Sure. I mean, obviously, yeah. anyone's going to find anything sexual, aren't they? Just is what it is. We're humans at the end of the day, and yep. obviously, some people do tailor it to that, whether you agree with that or not. But it makes it so awkward yeah. when you're trying to say to somebody because they automatically sit there and think, you know, you're bloody you doing no whatting yeah. <laughs> to people. Yeah, you know what? As well, though, I mean. I don't know whether you've had this as well, but I've had a few people, a few people in real life and a few people online say, well, if it's not sexual, why is it all pretty girls? And I'm like, just because you find each girl that does ASMR attractive doesn't mean that we're all pretty girls doing ASMR. Do you know what I mean? Thanks. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, we're all, well, we're all beautiful, but the thing is, like, just because it's pretty girls doing ASMR doesn't mean sure that makes yeah, no sense i mean the thing is with that though come on there's men and women on here and whatever, yeah. whatever do you know what i mean attractive and, there's plenty of attractive men do you know what i mean yeah. and, and at the end of the day i mean everyone's obviously beautiful in their own ways and obviously people find different people attractive don't they yeah, sit yeah. there and say that a claim like well oh, everyone's attractive what what so we can't be it's only pretty girls that do asmr but that's not true <laughs> that's just weird that is you ever said that you're an idiot sorry yeah <laughs> oh god but thanks for the compliment and all <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it is one of those isn't it it's, it's a bit awkward but i feel yeah. like my question is to you is like why do you feel awkward and embarrassed or whatever to tell people why do you feel that way like do you know what i mean yeah um again i think it's misunderstanding because if they tell people people are going to think that it's weird because if you tell anyone oh if if you was to just say random uh, randomly oh i listen to people whisper to sleep to make me sleep or to help me sleep if you don't know what it is it it sounds weird it sounds odd Mm. You know, like, yeah. and I also think as well, though, it when like I really don't whisper that much to be honest, I, I do incorporate sometimes in my videos, but I feel a lot of people just label ASMR with tapping and whispering, and I'm like, it annoys yeah. me because I'm like, it's way it's a, a, beyond that, yeah, you know so what I mean? more, yeah, you know, and um, I feel like people are, are people are downplaying what it is. Oh, you just whisper and tap. yeah that's annoying but anyway next next one let's move on (laughs) yeah um so i'm just gonna have to go to my other account well i've got a bit of a crazy one which is what they started with actually is a crazy Mm -hmm. one one time in school i accidentally sharted and had to go to the bathroom what does sharted mean it means you shit yourself and farted at the same time (laughs) 
<laughs> so you look, you fart, and then shit comes out. Oh God, here we go. So dash your pants. <laughs> yeah, lovely. So I told my friends that I needed the bathroom, and I calmly walked to the other side of the school to use the bathroom, while I wa while there was a piece of poo in my pants. When I went to the toilet, I locked the door and pulled my pants down to clean up the mess, but there was no toilet paper. So I went out to the bathroom, <laughs> pants down, and got toilet paper from outside the stall and cleaned up. When I went to the class, I could still smell the awful stench of poop. <laughs> Literally had to deal with it for two hours, then I went, then went home. <laughs> That is funny though. Oh god, what a bit embarrassing. Well, oh. Thanks for the confession. I'm guessing nobody knows that and just us. <laughs> Love it. And his friends. Oh, because they would probably say, You smell like shit. <laughs> I like that one. That was funny, yeah. I enjoyed that one. Okay. So I need advice for overcoming corn addiction. So I've said corn in case it gets flagged yeah, on YouTube, but you all know what I mean. So, I mean, we aren't medical professionals, right? So we can't, like, give professional advice when it comes to this, but we'll, I'm going to try um, and just give you, a, I don't know, something that you can run with. Maybe get someone you can talk to, like, see a doctor and just talk, tell them what you know, what's triggering it. Yeah, also, find out what's triggering it. Like, what's making you think, oh, let me watch porn today. Mm -hmm. Is it boredom? Um, maybe you have, like, um, personality disorder as well, because sometimes that can trigger it, can't it? Because mm -hmm. I know some of the people that have, like, porn addiction, but they've also got other mental health issues to go with it as well. But if you get, if you manage those, you can manage your porn addiction as well. I mean, personally, Do you have any advice? Personally, I've not known anybody um, to have an addiction to porn. My question would be, do you think it's a problem? Mm, that's a good one. Which I think you might do, otherwise you wouldn't have asked. Yeah. So it's like what you said, isn't it? Like what, what you think is triggering it? Is it boredom? Is it... I mean, some people can have a sex addiction, you see, so it could be sort of mm -hmm. in line with that. I mean, if it's all right saying to somebody, isn't it, you know, try to refrain from watching, etc. But obviously addiction is not that simple. No. So maybe try speaking to somebody, like Definitely. a medical professional, I mean. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say there's necessarily something wrong with that. Obviously, too much can be unhealthy. You know, like some people with addictions, I've, I've known with, I've, I've read, like with porn addictions, for example, they just don't do anything else but that. And yeah. that's where it's really unhealthy. And if you if you are at that kind of stage, I would probably suggest seeking like, medical advice on that and see what they recommend. You know, Yeah, because I mean, sorry, I'm all, I was also thinking... Um, are you single or are you in a relationship because is it having an effect on a relationship if it's because you're single it might not actually be an addiction you might just be feeling lonely yeah that, and that's yeah, just a coping point. mechanism mm -hmm. 
Sorry, what were you going to say before I rudely interrupted? <laughs> no, it's fine. I um, can't actually remember what I was going to say. But, um, oh, no. It's all right. Um, that was it. So, I mean, do you have any other like mental health issues, as you mentioned? Um, but a good point with what you said, that if, that if this person is single, it's sort of a little bit different, if you know what I mean, because, well, a lot of single people do that. <laughs> do stuff do you know what oh, I mean yeah, even yeah. Pe even people in relationship you know but I mean is this taking up all your time do you know what I mean you know are you is this taking over kind of thing mm -hmm. um that's the way they say to people who've got OCD for example is it taking over your life if it is that's where it's a problem and you need to seek some kind of professional help I wouldn't say it's something to be ashamed of though no or anything Definitely like not. that but you've just got to step back and take, you know, a look at things and see, actually, is this normal for, mm -hmm. you know? And if you feel it is a problem and it's affecting every day, then you definitely need to go and speak to somebody. I mean, are you in a relationship and, you know, is it you're becoming more obsessed, say, with that rather than, say, your partner, for example? Have you spoke to your partner about it? Mm -hmm. Maybe start to start there or and is it affecting your relationship do you know what I mean you've got to think about that really and addiction's a hard one isn't it too yeah and just remember take it day by day like um you know like if you have a day off from it came that as a win then the second day if you can't have that day off and you need to watch it then you know then, take the day like just do it like and then I mean, it's, is, it's is not it... gonna it's not gonna like force you back at least the next day you can try again just take it step by step and yeah mm. just get some professional help which i'd say a, which like is advice good, good what you've said as well because that would lead me on to the point to say like is it like multiple times a day is it just yeah. once a day um you i'm guessing it's if it's a problem, it would probably be more than once a day. If it is, it sounds like, you know, but maybe try to, like with any addiction, just wean off a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if, say if it's, say, three times a day, can you just try and make it, say, two times? Do you know what I mean? And try and break it down that way and see if that helps. Yeah, sometimes it's just breaking a habit. Yes. Sometimes you can get so comfortable in habit and you're scared to let go of it as well. Mm. Like if so, it's a comfort or something. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah don't mean, be so scared because what could be worse than what than what you're in now if you're struggling with life because that's like taking over. Nothing's yeah. going to be worse. It's only going to get better. So, mm. yeah, just try and break the habit here and there. And have you got something else that you could do instead of that? I mean, I mean, you, if you... Like a walk. Yeah. walk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you might you might be like working or college or whatever. I don't know because obviously I don't know who you are. But if you're literally doing nothing and say you're sat at home all the time, it's going to be a lot harder to maybe break away from things. But if you have got say a busy life as well, it might be easier to try and combat it by keeping busy and doing something like when you mm -hmm. have you got mates that you could say well instead of going and watching that maybe i don't know see if one of your mates wants to do something or try and do something else i know it's easier said than done 
mm-hmm. or I suppose it's a bit like smoking. I'm going to use that as an example. Like, yeah, it's because that's an addiction, isn't it? I I mm-hmm. used to smoke, so um, and I used to smoke an excessive amount back in the day, um, and I, I to be honest with you, I didn't want to stop smoking. So if you don't want to stop something, yeah. you're not really going to stop it. So you've got to want mm-hmm. to think as well, do I want to stop this? Or yeah. Do you not? Like, um, and smoking, you know, like what I did, you know, because I, I was going, like having like 20, 40 fags a day at one point. Um, and the only thing that made me stop was my throat. So basically I was getting sore throats and my throat kept cutting out. Um and just weird stuff my voice couldn't speak properly and it was just going on for ages so I ended up seeing somebody I had a camera and everything down there and my larynx and trachea were really thin they'd gone really narrowed and it was built up tar wrapped around it so and they said I'd end up with throat cancer or something like that bear in mind I, I was what this was 2006 I think so I was like I don't know 20 20 ish and that was the only reason Gosh. i stopped smoking it was something something so yeah dramatic. something to but, like give you a bigger fear than the feeling of not having a cigarette but it's not the same is it as watching that because that's not yeah gonna, it's not going to kill you is it and then you want to make sure as well that that addiction doesn't turn into something else yeah because it can escalate and go into other things yeah for sure so yeah, that's my uh, long essay take on that. <laughs> I hope that helps. And yeah, um, yeah uh, I wish you all the best yeah. anyway. And uh, yeah, just, for sure you know, we do. Yeah. Thanks for um, your well. Thanks for telling us and opening up yeah. to us. Thank you. Um, next one, Nick. If you got another. Yeah. So it's just one word. And a crying face. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> my, my people just like saying bomb words. Uh, so it's, <laughs> I think it's pronounced procrastinating. Procrastinating. That, that, does that mean always thinking about something and not doing it? Yeah, it, it means, yeah, just putting it off. Like, you know you've got to do it, but you put it off. Right, that's what I thought it meant, yeah. So yeah, I procrastinate sometimes. So you've got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. You know you have and you think you have, but you just don't do it. That's correct. Right, so how do you beat that then? Uh, you know what, this just is really it. hard. <laughs> it, yeah, because this is really hard for me because sometimes I'm like this and I have to be in the right fr- the right mind. Well, you know what, actually, I have to have a lot to do before I can start one task, if that makes sense. So I'll just have one, and I'm like, oh, I've got all the time in the world to do it. And it's not until the date's got to be in that I'm like, oh, my God, I've got a million and one things to do. Then it registers, like... I know what you were like at college and uni then. (laughs) Last minute, girl. (laughs) It's more so nowadays, actually. Back Um, then, I was quite good. Nowadays, I leave everything till the last minute. Um, This is only sometimes, though, because sometimes I can be on it, like... And I work really well, knowing I've got lots to do and it's all formed in my head. But then some days it's just not. So I completely understand that and I don't know how to get over it. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't. I'm still struggling with that myself. (laughs) 
how do you get over it, Nick? Like, how do you organise everything? That's a good one. Um... Right list, actually. That's a good one. Um, I recently, actually, this has been helping me a lot. Not always, but it does help me a lot. I've got um a whiteboard right in front of my bed. So when I get up first thing in the morning, after I've wrote it all down at night... That's the first thing I see in the morning. I know what I've got to do first. So if yeah. you've got something to keep checking on and what you've got to do, okay. then and if you keep seeing a lot of writing, then it looks like you've got lots to do. So it'll make your brain think, right, that's what I've got to do next. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm quite forgetful. Yeah, to be yeah. honest, with you, I'm I'm quite forgetful. Um, just just down these days, but so I'm one that I tend to write like lists of things in my notepad. Um, even then sometimes I can forget but it's like I have a calendar now so the last year I've made a point of writing down all my things so like when I'm filming a podcast when I'm filming where where I've got to go and different places like that so then I'll check the calendar daily to make sure I don't forget I set timers on I can't say it because she's going to go off but you know I set timers reminders and things on there but the but to actually having the oomph to do something I think that's it's quite a difficult one because it depends on you as a person. I think it depends, like, you know, do you have, say, any mental health issues? That's going to be a big factor that stops that. Not everybody who does that, yeah, obviously, true. it does. Um, but that can be a factor or any health issues. So, for example, if it could be people as well, say, like myself, for example, I've got fibromyalgia, so that can affect my like motivation. Um, it, it makes me fatigued, lethargic and stuff like that. So if somebody's got something like that, that could stop you wanting to do something as well. But if I've got something to do, I always have to do it, but... A lot of the time I do sit there and think, oh, I'll do that later, I'll do that later. And then you're thinking about if you don't do it later, it just stays there forever. So I go yeah. through swings, really. Like, sometimes it's constantly, I've got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. And I'm constantly, I've got to do all that. This I'm is what I'm like, done. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then other times it's like, yeah, I'll do it later. And then I've got, but then yeah. it has the opposite effect. And I go full on then, and I get really like, got to do this. And I go over the top with it. I, it's hard to find a balance. Yeah. Right, okay, so... If so, I genuinely do struggle with this. What I've found recently that has helped me quite a lot is if I can't be bothered to write it, because sometimes I struggle with this as well, you might also. If I can't be bothered to write it on my bedroom calendar at night, because I've always got my phone in my hand, I'll write it all in my phone. So you can see all those blue lines underneath the dates. That's literally every step of my day. So when I wake up, put my washing in, have my breakfast, <laughs> what I'm having for breakfast. So it looks like I've got a lot to do because if I trick my mind to think I've got a lot to do, it'll make me do more, if that makes sense. The only thing that I do that's similar to that, it's not necessarily in the same, but if I'm lying in bed especially or I have thoughts of something that I want to do or that I need to do or anything that I want to sell out, what type of videos I want to film or whatever, I will always write it in a message to myself on Facebook. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. So you'll see on my Facebook, it's got like, PT, vampire, witch. <laughs> Love that. Love that. That's actually um, pretty cool. I just think it depends how bad it is for you. Like, it's I think those are helpful you. tips. 
Yeah, I think um, mm. those are really helpful tips that we've given. Another, th- another thing that I've known people do is sometimes people are so overwhelmed because they've got so much to do. Try and break it down. So do little tasks at a time or write mm-hmm. on a pad. Think, right, okay, tomorrow I'm going to say, do the ironing. I'm going to take the rubbish out, for example. Could be anything. Then say for Wednesday, okay, I'm just maybe going to do one task that day. Try and break it out over the, say, seven days or something like that and just carry out a couple of tasks a day. And to, yeah. the other than that, we've just got to have to get up and do it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if that doesn't help, I mean... Yeah, also, um, don't be disappointed if you don't get everything done off your list. Remember that you've put the most on there to try and get the most out of your day, but it doesn't matter if you only do two or three. Or even one, or even none, it doesn't matter, just move it to the next day. Yeah. Um, you won't always um, have like a productive day. There is going to be days where you do procrastinate, probably because you're tired and you're allowed to be tired. You're allowed to take a rest. So don't ever, don't always think that everything you're doing is procrastinating because you probably just need rest as well. Yeah, and don't punish yourself over it. Yeah. You know, and like I say, you could be a super busy person, say you've got to work all the time or this, that and the other. And there might be say a few house jobs that you might want to do. I don't know, put a picture up on the wall and you you keep thinking you need to do it but don't do it. It's just like it's only a picture, it's not the end of the world. But yeah. Just think, I know, spare an hour out of the day. I mean it won't even take that long, shouldn't do, but just think, right, on Saturday I'm gonna put my picture up and just make sure you have a slot to put your picture up. Just and yeah. if you don't get it done, you don't get it done. Mm-hmm. Or it, it might be a little bit different if you're doing exams. Mm. <laughs> so because if you don't get those done, it could have consequences. So mm. make sure you prioritise the most important. Task, yeah. And I know it can be mm. difficult to if you're writing an essay and you've got no ideas because of writer's block or whatever. If you just write a few words, things will start coming. If it doesn't come on that night. The words that you wrote down, it might trigger something the next day. So yeah. even the littlest steps will will help you form whatever and, you need to do for work. And that's quite mm-hmm. actually a good School. point to make. So for somebody like, I'm guessing you might be the same, um, coming up, for example, if you are like at uni or whatever, college, and you say you're needing to write an essay or come up with something, coming up with ideas can be very difficult for mm-hmm. me to think of ideas for example and I could be sitting there thinking oh my god I don't know what to film this week I've no idea and it it plays on my mind for days and like Mm. because I'm thinking about it too much I can't do it so I have to take my mind away thinking do you know what when Saturday comes and I've got a film I'll worry about it then and then all of a sudden I'm in the shower for example or I'm in bed and then I'd like bam then I get my phone out Facebook myself (laughs) It's always when I'm just about to go to sleep or I'm in the shower that ideas come to me. Yeah, so have a shower and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and those yeah. ideas will come running in. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we don't know your situation, but hopefully that's helped a little bit. Um, yeah, hopefully you got some good examples there. You know, And this time of year as well, you know, people tend to get worse and not do stuff, usually because, you know, we don't have much sunlight if you're in the winter, autumn season, that is. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. I wish you all the best with whatever you need to get done. Yeah, good luck. Um, oh, okay, so this one's a good one. Um, interesting, but also a little bit sad. It's 
3.5 years, so three and a half years, and I still periodically miss my ex. We had a perfect relationship and split because she moved away and dumped me after getting a doctorate. That's sad. We had a house and a dog together. Oh, even worse. Oh, I'm sl I've slowly been building up my independence but scared to be vulnerable again. Drunk too, drink too much. We never talk. She's blocked on everything, but I can never get her to leave my head or my heart. I just want to lose the memory forever. Oh, oh you know what? That's so sad. Like, heartbreak, it, it does hurt. It can uh, for a very long time as well. Uh, it's hard. Ah, um. I mean, I've been there. Yeah. So I know, like, either I was with somebody for about two and a half years and we split up. Well, I wasn't in a great place mentally. And. You know, I I always punish myself since thinking, well, it was my fault. If I wasn't, say, crazy, we still would have been together. And it lasted, if I'm honest with you, years. Years mm. and years. And the, the heartbreak, it was horrific, if I'm really honest with you. And even after the end, that kind of heartbreak had kind of gone, still sort of there do you know what I mean it's like now yeah. I mean obviously it was donkeys ago now and obviously I'm happily married and kids and whatever um and I wouldn't want to be with this person but even sometimes now it's kind of like you still think about them a bit do you know what I mean yeah if you if you see their name and somebody says something I mean does it say why they split up um yeah because she got a doctorate so I'm guessing that she moved away I'm guessing then, if that was the case, you didn't have the opportunity to go with. Yeah, so um, why didn't... Like, did you know that that was her plan when... Or he or she, I don't even know. Um, did you know that that was their plan when you got together? That, you know, they'd get a doctorate and then move away? Or, did they ask you to move and you couldn't move with them? Or did they just feel like, oh, well, I've got a doctorate now, I don't want you kind of thing, and just broke up because she wanted, or she or he or whoever wanted to go and do yeah. their own thing? Um, either way, it doesn't help you, does it? No. Um, um, what can I what advice can I give? Well, um, I'd say, have you got friends that you can spend more time with? Um, speak to them about it as well, because they might be able to help. Mm. Um, because talking about it as well sometimes can just make you feel better. Just get it off your chest. You know what I mean? I think people as well got different ways of coping. I mean, yeah. the way I dealt with it was probably not the best way to deal with it. Um, but obviously that's where I used to go out. You know, get drunk and pull time. everyone on. <laughs> yeah, and that was. Exactly <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So just go out, get drunk, and go, go and pull someone. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but go out and enjoy yourself. Like, do go out, go and meet some people. Like, enjoy yourself. Don't be scared of like meeting someone else because well, not everyone's the same. They're not, they're not the same. Yeah, not mm -hmm. everyone's the same. So you'll you'll probably be thankful when you meet the next person. Like, oh, this is what I was meant to have. Yes, and that's what it's like for me now, so that's what I'm saying. There is, there is yeah. an end from it, isn't there? Yeah. Like, you know, don't And then be you'll see the faults in that relationship and be like, 
oh okay now now yes. i feel safer yeah yeah exactly that so i think you know just i know it's easier said than done but just keep sure. obviously busy you know do things you know work on you your life but go out have a laugh if you've got friends you know even talk to them how you feel i mean is it affecting you as in making you feel depressed etc if it is i would say please speak to your doctor or something like yeah. to get some help that way because it doesn't matter what uh, triggers depression it's still depression still yeah. get help mm. yeah because it doesn't matter like what's causing it if you're depressed get help yeah I mean, you know, everyone feels sad and not everybody experiences yeah. depression, but it's real for whoever does whatever kind mm -hmm. of, you know, somebody could be depressed, but it's only mildly. It's still depressed yeah. and need to speak to somebody. Maybe just even speaking to somebody is enough for you to, yeah. you know, or you are depressed where you do need some other kind of intervention. Uh, and it's nothing to be ashamed of if you do, you, you know, don't feel like, oh, well, I'm feeling like this and I shouldn't be feeling like this it was so long ago well that doesn't matter it just mm. means that you haven't been able to process that properly so and I don't know how old you are either but I think that sometimes when we break up with people that we've been with a long time or had a commitment with and lived with and stuff um you concentrate on what you've lost and not got anymore whereas you'd probably if you really thought about how the relationship was and things like that you'd probably find that there was some faults in it anyway but I think because you just focus so much on how it feels to not have that anymore you forget like what's yeah. actually good in your life and, and how that, things are better now and that brings me on to another point actually you made me think think back to your relationship how was it really yeah that like, was it perfect and nothing's perfect but you know think of it analyze it a little bit was it all like with me i was always like oh I miss this miss that or was this but then actually especially nowadays when i've reflected a mm -hmm. lot of it you sit there and think well actually it wasn't good at all yeah there was that happened that <laughs> happened and i actually blocked all yeah. that out of my head and i was focusing so, so much on that so i think it'd be a good task for you to sit there and actually yep. try to break it down. For how, sure. How was it for you, if you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but, see, it's hard when we don't know everyone's full situation, isn't it? I think yeah. that's the hard thing. I mean, it, it, they must have been close to live together and have a dog. Yeah. Uh, I mean, But I you can live with someone, it'd still be shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. And you not really know, like, you not really see it all for what it is. Because you're yeah. just kind of comfortable and, mm. yeah. I mean, what happened to the dog? Do you still see the dog? So there's, I guess yeah. there's no communication. Probably, yeah, I hope we got to keep the dog because that would be even more of a mm. heartbreak. And if there's no, like, I mean, how come you say they're blocked? You know, have you ever tried just talking? Or... Nah, don't talk to them. You reckon? Yeah, if you're still in... This, it could go one or two ways. If you're still a bit infatuated and you'd want it to work, any type mm. of communication is going to make you think, oh, my God, she wants to get back with me. Yeah. That's the only trouble. However, mm. if you spoke to her, it could go another way where you think, actually, I've not missed her that much at all. You know, yeah. it could go, you, but you need to know yourself, what you're like yourself, and you need to, like, really question that, because I think if you've blocked them, you know you've got to block them, because you know yourself, you'd 
You well, feel think, like you needed to. But you what, felt like you needed to disconnect there. Like why? What they're blocking? The reason why I focus on that at the moment is because was it such a bad break up? Like, did you basically hate each other, kind of thing, or did you just like split up and then you just block them because, well, you just don't want to see their stuff or whatever? Was it such a, a negative thing or not? Because I'm thinking, if it was a bad kind of breakup like that, you're probably better off not contacting but if it yeah. wasn't it was sort of like you know you'd split up doing your own thing and it weren't too bad but you just blocked anyway would you then it might be a little bit different it's finding out the i think people only block when they're hurt though i, I can't mm. imagine someone blocking someone when they're not hurt i think that's like especially if they know them I mean, and they had a relationship so the guy that i was on about mm. um, we actually follow each other um, on Instagram, oh. and we've we've spoke probably for a few years now, well, quite a lot mm. of years, on and off. Um, he, he's married, got kids and whatever. But it's actually quite nice, in a weird way, that yeah. he, re he reached out to me originally. Um, and at, at the time, it was like, oh, my God, and everything comes flooding back and all this, that, and the other. And then when you see the pictures of him and his family and everything, it was all like, you know, it's just plays in your mind. But I've got, with my mental health issues and past traumas and that no that's the why i act like that so it doesn't mean everyone's going to react like that but obviously then over time when he started saying stuff about we spoke about the relationship and stuff we actually started speaking about the relationship how mm. how things were and things that i had forgot and then when he's told me i remember it and i sit there and think god i was awful <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> and then i sat there and think well do you know what i'm actually glad now and then but we can be civil so do you know what i mean it could be good it could be bad but yeah you've got to be in that right mind i think like me it was years later you know and i always it was still a bit dodgy but i think it must have been more split up like 10 years at this point um yeah. but i'm just if you're really in the midst of it it could make things worse and then you don't three and a half years. I think if you've been blocked three and a half years, keep them blocked. Yeah, because then I think about it. What happens if you party. don't then, and then you get rejected? You got all that again. Yeah. So my advice is, go out. Get, yeah. Get, 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 oh, if you're drinking too much, they said, didn't they? Are you drinking too much to block your pain? Oh, I drink too much, yeah. I then my suggestion, yeah, is oh. to speak to a medical professional. Yeah, definitely. But it sounds like there's something going on mentally because of the heartbreak's triggered it. You're drinking to cope. Yeah. Because, um, so, I mean, yeah. partying's good, but only if you're doing it, like, weekly, like, weekend yeah, now and again. Yeah, that's, that's all week. Yeah. 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 If you're doing you know, it more than that. You don't want to, like, are you drinking at home on your own to, and stuff like that? Yeah. Which, when I think of it, that side of it, that's when I think, no, you need to speak to somebody, really. Yeah. And I personally say, keep them blocked, if that's the case. Yeah, life is very short to be thinking about one person. There's someone else out there that I mean, needs that, someone they, like you. This person's probably moved on. This person yeah. could have moved on. You know, why Let's don't... not tell them that. We don't want to break their heart even further. Christ. No, but, but you know what I mean. There's, there's, you don't know, dear. God, sorry. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. No, I'm being, I'm being real. I'm sorry, I'm keeping it no, real. No. You, you know, no. you, you don't know, dear. And then no. that would be mean, more heartbreak for you then. And it's just, 
is it worth that? Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're still alive. Like, take every day with a pinch of salt and every day as it comes and just enjoy it, okay? Enjoy the little things. Don't want to rely on alcohol, you know. No. And don't rely on a woman or a man or a man whatever whatever. to make you happy. You know, enjoy yourself and then someone will come along. Yeah, and just go with the flow and take each day as it comes, really. But if you have got a problem, obviously, with that, please seek some help. For sure. You know, know, I wish you all the best anyway with, you know, whatever you choose. Um, Lovely. Then... Well, I've got a funny one here. I don't know where... I shouldn't laugh, really, but, you know. Silly question. What should I buy my friend for Christmas who only likes chicken nuggets and Pepsi? (laughs) Chicken nuggets and Pepsi. (laughs) Somebody put chicken nugget and Pepsi themed stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've only ever seen Coke themed stuff though. Can you get the person to like Coke maybe? You know, you might be able to get a beer glass or a. I've seen pencil cases that were Pepsi. Oh, yeah. And squishies, you know, them squishies. The um, stress balls. Oh, yes, I've seen yes. Pepsi themes on them, I'm sure I have. But realistically, um, though, they must like something else other than that. Yeah. Really gonna... think about it. Really yeah. think about what they wear, what their favourite colour is. Do they Come play on, be games? a good friend. Do they watch TV? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, everybody needs clothes, so do they need, a you know, a top? Slippers, socks. You know, yeah, and something, anything like that. It's a hard one, isn't it, I suppose, when you're looking at gifts. Bath bombs. It is hard, isn't it, to figure out what gifts to get people. But realistically, you've got Um, to look into it a bit more. I feel like you're not looking into that person enough. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but it's like me. For example, I love Chippy and, and say Coke, but... There's a lot you more about that you than present. just that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want it as a present. There's a more about <laughs> you than that. So that's that's what yeah. I mean. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe ask. Ask. So yeah. what would you like for Christmas? And go from that's there. That's what I have to do because I'm or terrible you, or, at gifts. Do you know what? Take them to McDonald's. Give them chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, God, no, not McDonald's. <laughs> um... No, seriously, though, ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is the blunt version short story of it. Okay, so she was pulling out some scary cards and I was telling her, laughing, oh no, this one don't really mean... But let me start this from the beginning. Sorry, we'll cut that out. Um, I did a friend's tarot reading and told her that something in her life is going to come to an end and that these cards could possibly mean death two days later she died of an aneurysm i'm speechless to be honest how did that what huh so let me just get this straight and for the audience so this person who wrote the message had a reading done by their friend and their friend that did the reading passed away. So the friend did the reading mm-hmm. to her other friend 
Uh-huh. And then said, there's death in your future. She dies of an aneurysm. So the person that did the reading is still alive, but the friend she did the reading for passed oh, away. Oh, I get it. Oh, oh my. Yeah, um, they've added to that. That's the very blunt story of it. She was pulling out some scary cards, and I was telling her, laughing, oh no, these ones don't really death. But when the pulled out her fu- when she pulled out the future event card, and I was like, oh, this one actually could mean death. It was a jovial reading with a real life scary ending. That's that's so sad, but also like crazy interesting that the cards actually said that and it happened. I mean, first of all, I want to say, I mean, sorry for the loss of your friend. For sure. Um, That's actually so sad and scary. Like, I'm speechless. So am I. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I'm just... Wow. That lot of energy went into them cards. For sure. I mean, and like, imagine that being the one that did that reading, that's going to be on your mind, like all the time because you can be like I wish I never did it but like also you have to remember that that it would have happened even if the reading wasn't done yeah because the reading reading just read your future man yeah it's not that it made it happen because I know some people might think it's their fault that wasn't it wouldn't be the case it just would have happened anyway yeah sometimes I don't believe these like readings and stuff but when you hear something like that it's like, how would it have known? Mm. It can't be a coincidence, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's... Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm so that. sorry about that, yeah. But very interesting. That brings me on to a, a sad one, actually. So, my mum passed away. <laughs> We're ending in tears. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> right, yeah. So, my mum passed away three weeks ago. Oh, gosh. Sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry. I'm only 24 and would love some advice or just a few kind, inspiring words. Thank you for all you do. That is so so sad. So young. I mean, that's so raw because it's so soon. I mean, three Mm -hmm. weeks ago. Um, I mean, like, I've been in a position where I've nearly lost my mum at points. So, um... I couldn't imagine actually losing her, but I remember the worry of yeah. thinking it might. Yeah. So I just I can't imagine the grief. And, yeah. and I mean that's the same really with me. Mm-hmm. My mom had um, breast cancer a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, and she was obviously had to go through chemo and stuff because it, it had spread. And it, the thought of it. My mom was going through it just as your mom was as well. I think you yeah. your mom was a bit further in front and my mum had just followed like a few of Yeah, so we had that at the same positions. time, didn't we? Yeah. Which is, you know. Um you know, Just be there for your family, um and hopefully there for you as well. Just treasure the loved ones around you and um yeah. I mean grief is normal when we lose somebody. Yeah. Um, who, you know, whoever they are, and but especially like your mom, you know, we usually we're quite close to our parents, aren't we? Usually, um, she'd be proud of you. But you know, I'd just say, 
feel the emotions. Do you know what I mean? Don't block it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I lost my granddad about a year and a half ago, um, and I, it's okay to cry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay to feel that emotion. I don't know whether you've had a funeral or anything yet. Possibly not, with it only being three weeks. I know it usually can take quite a bit. I mean... Have you thought about speaking at a funeral or doing something nice? I wrote a poem um, for my granddad, but everyone said to me, don't read it because I wouldn't be able to do it. I tried to read it, but get past the second sentence. Yeah, um, I, I, this is one thing that I worry about the most because I am so scared to do like the little speech at a funeral. Because I don't think I'm strong enough to get through it. Yeah, I, I I start and I couldn't, you know. But but I was proud that I still stood there next to my granddad. Yeah. And managed to start that. Um, it was actually my sister, actually, who, who was up there with me. Well, she come up in the end because I couldn't do it. So she come up and, t over, and took over, um, which I think was really nice of her to do. Um. But I just think, you've got this, it's okay, you know, and with time, things may get a little bit easier. Mm. But, you got know, it's a hard emotional. one. I know, it's a hard one, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I just think, you know, just talk to people, keep speaking, tell people how you feel, don't be ashamed if you need to seek professional help, you know, talk to somebody grief counselling or, or whatever um you might also find that you're not able to talk to anyone yet and that's also okay because my friend lost her dad a couple of years ago now but she only recently started to talk about it more so sometimes it takes people longer to process it and like because i think a lot of people are scared to cry in front of people so like um, I don't think my friend could really get a sentence out without crying when she was talking about her dad, so she just n never bothered and, like, maybe cried in her own time. But then, um, yeah, recently she started to talk about it more. Um, she still cried but obviously wasn't boring and she could get her words out and stuff. So, yeah, don't feel the pressure to talk about it if you don't want to. But, yeah, just know that there are people there for you if uh, if you do want to talk and they're not judging you even if you're boring. Yeah, and just, you know, take each day as it comes. Um, 24 is, you know, such a young age to lose your parent and can't imagine how it feels. But I just want you to know that, you know, you're not alone out there. And, you know, if you do ever, you know, feel like you just want to s speak out how you feel or anything, please don't hesitate, you know, to reach out to me. Um you know, on Instagram or something like that, because I do get people um, DM me and stuff. So, um, yeah, feel free to send me a message if you want to, and I can, you know, just be somebody to, you know, listen or something like that. Yeah, because yeah. I'll add to that, sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger than it is to talk to friends about things like this as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, and obviously I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I can offer some words of support and that if, if you want and need it, my DMs are there. So, yeah. 
Okay, um, we're very sorry for your loss and yeah. lots of love to you That's and your family. Okay, have you got any more? Uh, no, I have no more. We ended on a sad one and nearly cried. Um, oh, no. What else I've nearly cried about this week? Have you got any more? Um, yeah, so I've got, I've never had a boyfriend and I'm 26, but people think it's lame. I feel sad that I do not know how to approach guys without thinking if he's going to be disappointed in me. Oh, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like you'd be a disappointment to start with? So think about that first. And um, it's, I mean, virginity is like a precious thing, to be honest. I think more and more people are leaving it later and later. Mm. Um, so it's, it's not as, I don't think it's as abnormal as most people make out. I think more and more people are leaving it longer. To be honest, it's... I think when I was at school, I was probably the abnormal one for being younger. You'd be surprised, yeah, really. actually, that because I was quite young. Um, mm. Most people, you know, hadn't. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's probably probably more common than you think. Yeah. But do you mean... But no one talks about that. People always talk about the younger ones, but no one ever mm. really talks about the older you get. But my question so, is, do you mean just a boyfriend or do you actually mean sexual relations? I'm not sure what they mean. I'm guessing how it's worded by thinking it's lame is yeah. more than just... Yeah. Mm. Don't th I don't think, think it's lame at all. I mean, I don't think it's lame. I, I mean, respect, you actually. actually should be proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's respectful. Yeah. You know, and do you know what? I don't... You shouldn't care what people think. Just... Nah. Stuff them, do you know what I mean? Life's too short to give a shit about what people think. You know, and what's the rush? I mean, yeah, and... life... Go on. I said life is short, but you don't have to rush out and just sleep with people just because, oh my God, I'm, I'm 26, I've got to do it. Don't feel that you're pressured to do it either. No, and to be honest, um, if there's a man that or woman... Is it a female there, sorry? I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, if uh, if you're a male or female, whoever you decide to lose it with, or if they're like, if they're a bit, if they are disappointed because you've not lost it, then they're not that's, worth it. Yeah, they're not worth it at all because there are some really respectful people out there that would be mm. happy to help you learn more than happy to help you learn. <laughs> oh, very yes, yeah. both ways actually. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely like don't be scared just go for it um and do you know what don't if... be worried don't be worried about approaching either i mean obviously i'm nearly 38 and i'm married and that you know the thought of dating or even approaching people at the moment is such a minefield and scares the hell out of me if i'm honest it was so much simpler when i was like younger you know it's things mm -hmm. now so much to think about um but you know, you don't know what that person that you're going to meet is going to think. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to, because that's a confidence issue, that is. Yeah. I think thought, the thought of it can be quite intimidating. But if you speak to someone, just having a normal conversation without even thinking there might be a relationship in it at all, you might just find that you get on with this person just by having a conversation. It tends to be those things that lead further on anyway. If you're constantly thinking, oh, 
I might have a chance with this one, or this might be the one. Yeah. If you're constantly thinking like that, it can it can have an effect on how well things go in the relationship I, or actually, in the... I 100% agree with that because yeah. in my mind, like after I'd split with that person I spoke about before, in my head it was always obsessed with, I need to have a boyfriend, I need to have, I need to have someone, I want this to work, blah, blah, blah. And realistically it just doesn't, when I stopped doing that and giving a damn, you know, I just went by and did whatever. But then, obviously, then I met my husband and we were just friends. Um, and at the time... I'm, I knew at some point that he wanted more than that, but I was just like, no, we're staying friends, you know, just, I'm not ready to settle down or anything. Then obviously things changed because it just happened then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it was meant to, so, uh, you know. Yeah, my advice down. here, yeah, my advice here is how to help yourself get confident is start doing more things that you enjoy. Not pleasing anyone else. Do it for you. And then the more you do that, the more confidence you'll, gain i think it doesn't matter what people are saying you just do you you'll find people that also like what you do because you're not trying to hide who you really are you're just doing what you want to do and then it will happen so yeah build your confidence up first find yourself like my name be brave be you says it all that's my advice um so you know just go with it enjoy life you know don't be worried about what people think about you you know if they judge you for that then are they really worth knowing um do you know what i mean but just enjoy yourself and do things like you said for yourself yeah um you know and things will just fall into place but you know, don't ever think, oh my God, they're going to think this about me because you don't know what the person's going to think about you. What you might hate about yourself, the person could love about you. Do you know what I mean? If so. you struggle with conversation with other people as well, start with the basics. Ask questions. Everybody loves to talk about themselves, especially to new people. So if you don't want to talk about yourself, ask a question and then that will get them talking. Then you might find something that you can relate to in their conversation yeah. and it will start a back and forth oh then, i like that oh yeah i like this yeah, and then you but, can go from there yeah and then you're also showing an interest then aren't you i mean yeah. you might be chatting in this person you think god i don't can't stand you do you know what i mean but just yeah it's the experience isn't it yeah so but i wish you all the best anyway with whatever yeah, you same, do same so i've got to read one more so this one is I feel stuck right now with no light at the end of the tunnel and live with my boyfriend's family. He kind of already told me he doesn't see a future with me, but he's only with me right now for our son. And I really want to move out on my own because his family is toxic and even our relationship is toxic, but I have no job and nowhere to support myself. I don't have a car. I don't have no one to take care of of my son so it's very difficult to find a job right now and I don't have money to pay for daycare. On top of that I suffer with depression that I developed after postpartum depression and I also have anxiety so it's been very hard to be positive and to believe I'm worth anything. I have a lot of thoughts of feeling worthless and not being good enough which I know is not true because I have my son and I need to be better for him and I need to be strong for him and give him a better environment. But it's just so hard right now. I don't know what advice you can give. But I know it won't be like this forever. And I'll keep trying to better my life and find a way to break free from 
from all this with my son. I know I can do it, it's just that right now it feels impossible. I feel like I'm drowning. Oh. That's really sad because imagine, like, I couldn't imagine living with my boyfriend's family if they're like all toxic and then your boyfriend's also telling you that it's only with you for their child and you're living there that just puts you in the most awkward position so your feelings are absolutely valid and you probably have hit the worst of it i'm sure there is going to be a way out very shortly obviously it's very difficult for you to work while you've got a child and it's, it is going to be I don't even know where to start. Here, we do have a system what could help you get out. However, I don't know where you're from. I don't if think I'm... it's here because of the word daycare. Because we don't use yeah. that, do we? If in America, I don't know what you would do. I could probably ask a few people around and then maybe tell Nick. Nick can tell you in the comments. Um, because we we do speak to some um, people in America, but here I know in the UK. If anyone else is going through this in the UK, they do have um, a system where I think you have to claim that you're homeless. They'll put you in a hotel for a little bit, and then they'll move you to um, like other um, accommodation. accommodation. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I know that we've got a system here, but I don't know how it works in the US. Yeah, I, I, I there is places in the US I know that can support, but the only things I really know of is people in abusive relationships. That that's mm. the only way I I know of places, because um, I don't know if like here we've got what called councils, and yeah. they provide like housing and stuff for people. I mean, I'm guessing if you went somewhere and said you were homeless, they would home you. I'm sure they will. I don't know how it is in America. You know, I don't know if they have the type of systems we do here. But then saying I think that it's a, pretty brutal. There's a lot of homeless, isn't there, in America? Yeah. Like, and I think I once you're there, it's hard to get back out of it, you know what I mean? I mean, you do... That's a really difficult situation. It's very sad. Do you not have, like, family of your own that you could possibly go it to? Doesn't, doesn't sound it. It doesn't sound like it, no. I mean... You're clearly trapped, aren't you? That's that's yeah. what you're feeling like. Um, and obviously, you want to break free by the sounds of it. Um, but obviously, you feel like you're not in that position at the moment, which you know is understandable. I mean, I don't really know what to say on this one. To be honest, it's quite there's a lot to it, no. isn't there? I mean, tr I mean. We need to know where you are, really. I mean, it could be worth, like, searching places um, in your area, you know, if there's any way you could go that helps you with things. Yeah, um, like, do you have, like, a citizen's advice or anything like that, but the American version? Because I would highly suggest you go and see citizen's advice, explain your situation. I don't know what they'll call it there, but there's got to be some sort of advice that you can get. Um to be honest, you, with I don't you, know if you have to pay for things like that there though. Here we don't like it comes as that's free advice that is that we get here. We don't know how lucky we are, man. I oh, know we are really, aren't we? With things, yeah. I mean, I mean, we think that's a struggle here. It... I mean, if you're in this toxic environment, it's not good for your son. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. So you'd you'd use that to get As used, on the... I know, this, this sounds bad, but you need to use that, basically. Um, yeah. If, but you're not using it. You're telling the truth, though. Let's face it. But you, are, you do need but, to say, like, you know, you know, my kid's in a house that's toxic. My boyfriend doesn't want to be with me. He's only been with me with a child. Like, we're unhappy. And if that's the case, I think you could probably get into the um, domestic yeah places um i don't know the criteria over there but i know that if you're in a toxic relationship or a household that's not good for the child so if you want to remove yourself but you're not in that position and you feel trapped to stay then you could actually contact a like domestic abuse shelter and tell them your story and they actually should be able to help you and home you um, and I know that sounds really drastic and probably scary, but it sounds like to me it's not a good dynamic. Um, I mean, it's not just about you obviously being somebody that doesn't like, clearly doesn't love you, which... Yeah. But we've got to think about the child, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and obviously we don't know. When you say toxic, I don't know what toxic. Are they arguing? Are they fighting? They're know, drinking. Drinking, drugs, whatever. And yeah. If that's the case, you've got to use that to help you mm -hmm. get out. Yeah. You know, you want a safe environment for you and your son. Um, and we hope to hear of your better days because we know yeah. we'll, you'll come out stronger in the end. I mean, I don't, if like, let me know where you are. It'd be really good if you let me know. Yeah. Um, I will pop on your message, actually, that I've and then we'll do about it. Best. Yeah, and yeah. If you say where you are, I can always chat to you, and we'll try even to just help find some info out for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I wish you all the best, anyway. And yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. So there we go. That's our agony aunts section done. <laughs> we'll be here all day, won't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've still got more dilemmas, Nick, because oh, oh my life, my week. <laughs> here we go. Um. So I wanted to tell you my story. Uh, to, finish, <laughs> to finish this podcast, uh, you can tell me yours if you've had any crazy things happening this week. So I've ran someone over before, as we know. Well, this yeah. week, it was all my own bad decisions. And, like, sometimes I'm just not aware of myself. Mm. So um, I went to a um, circus fair um, pumpkin picking thing. And it was a lovely day. The sun was shining. It was beautiful. Um, and then I went to the circus at the end of the night. I came out, all having a laugh. Got to the car. Lost my bag. Yeah. Backpack. Have it on all the time. And then when I got in the car, you know, when you just don't remember, like, taking off, putting it by the, my feet. I looked at my feet and I was like... My bag. And, you know, embarrassed I was to say, because I wasn't driving either. Mm. I was so embarrassed to say, um, I ain't got my bag. So then I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, um, go and have a look. So I had to go, like, run back to the fair. But bear in mind, it's huge, right? Acres of land, this bloody field. Oh, um, so I'm at the entrance and I say, has anyone handed a bag in? They're like, no. And I'm like, can I go and check? They say, yeah. So I'll run all the way there. Um, the circus is closed now because we were at the last viewing. <laughs> so I run all the way back and I said, look, there was no one at the circus because they said they was going to radio them. And they said, oh, it's because it's finished now. 
Um, can you get in the tent? So I had to run all the way back to try and get into the tent, but I couldn't. I found another member of staff and I was like, I can't get into the circus and everyone's gone. Um, so he finally lets me in. I can't find it anywhere. I come out and he says, hold on, we'll ask at the trailers. So there's people like that stay in trailers, mm. isn't there? Um, like caravans uh, that run the fair. So he knocked on there. Um... It was like some off-wrung turn, like <laughs> the film, pitch black as well. <laughs> Obviously, it's a Halloween-themed thing. Yeah. There was all sorts of like statues about and everything in the dark. Um, and then there was just like caravans. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I uh, he, I spoke to them. Really nice chap though. He gave me his boss's number and said like, "There's nothing here, but speak to the boss." So I phoned her, um, knee high of mud as well, uh, and she said like, "I've I've left now." Uh, but I'll check again tomorrow. So I got like I ran back, finally got back in the car, and then we drove home. And I just said it's probably gone. Someone's probably taken it. It's a nice bag. Um, luckily, I had my phone and my wallet in my pocket, but oh, I God. left my house keys in there. Oh God! I <laughs> know. Oh, and then Nathan texts me saying I'm going to my mom's, and I was like, Oh no, Nathan's <laughs> gonna kill me that I've lost my keys. And then I've got to like go to his mom's and say. Nice. You're gonna have to let me in, but luckily he was home by the time I got back, so I broke it to him later. <laughs> How um, was he? <laughs> Did he say typical it, you? Um, he was just like, "Where's your wallet?" Because he was worried that my ID is in there, and then mm. obviously my keys as well. So anyone yeah. could just come. And I was like, "No, my wallet was in my pocket, thankfully." Um, anyway, I phoned the boss and she said that she'll check tomorrow. She did phone me the next day. I didn't think she would, you know. And then she said that she'd found it. Oh. So I travelled, yeah. By the way, I was in Leicester, so that's like miles away from us. It's like a good maybe two-hour drive, aren't they? Oh. And like, yeah, so I had to drive two hours and then, yeah, got it. And then drive back. Do you know what my voice is, Jode? Don't go so far. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, a few people said that, like, we should have gone closer. <laughs> but know, it was right. a nice place. It really was. And, like, the fair was huge as well. So it was a really, really good fair. Like, there's so, nothing like that by us, really. So you had a backpack on with just some keys in it? Uh, like, no fruit and my dinner as well. Because, oh, like, places like that with fairs and stuff, they're not really inclusive for like vegan things you get it more in restaurants but when it comes to like burger vans and things like that they don't tend to do it yet Mm. um so yeah i took my own food just in case um so yeah it was just fruit and and they did say to me they'd post it but i thought about the fruit in there i was like well that'll be moldy before i get there before it gets to me so i'm gonna have to go and drive up there oh it's awesome to offer that though isn't it yeah for sure it's quite good um bloody old joe don't you lie yeah so that was it. And then if I'm looking a bit red today, I also had an allergic reaction to my face paints. Oh, God. <laughs> so the to be fair, looks... though, Jode, you are looking pretty awesome in those. <laughs> Thank you. It was worth it. But, yeah, my cheeks are all swollen. I've got, like, loads of little bumps underneath the skin. Oh, I thought you had some blusher on, if I'm honest. No, that's my skin. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's so sore. Um, all my forehead is as well. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit tender still today. It was bad yesterday, really bad, but it's gone down a bit today. It's hot. I can still feel my cheeks like really hot. Um, so yeah, 
I'd recommend not putting like anything harsh on your skin. So I don't know if you use skincare, but um, if, you, if if you do, try to avoid anything harsh. And I just use like um, a natural skincare really, but it's like um, aloe vera and witch hazel. Is witch hazel harsh? That might have a reaction. The aloe mm. might sting it as well. My advice though is cold compressing on here. So it oh, sounds yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you've had like a sensitized reaction. That means when you get all small and bubbly like that. Yeah. Um, so the best thing is to keep it cool, cold things on, um, and just refrain from putting anything on. Like witch hazel and stuff is probably not the right thing to use at the minute. Okay. You should go down in a few days if you just do that. Yeah. So, and don't touch it. Don't keep touching yeah. it. <laughs> Dr. Nicholas told you. <laughs> Thank you for the advice. You say, yeah, that was my week. There's always something that goes on in Jody World. How's your week been? Boring. Oh, Absolutely really? boring. Nothing, Nothing crazy. Happening. Nothing at all. I can't even remember what day we're on. What day are we on? <laughs> Monday. Monday. It's because yeah. I'll throw you off when we film on a Monday rather than a Wednesday because yeah. uh, I have commitments on a Wednesday night. On site because it's been weekend, hasn't it? So we've had the weekend. Yeah. I've, I've worked late and. Yeah, nothing's happened. It's been boring, really. Kids have been off, been just doing things with them. Oh, yeah, of um, course. You know, we've just been working, really. I've been busy. Busy, busy. Yeah, not as yeah, stupid nothing, as I am. Nothing nothing fun, really. But, you know, there's got to be something. I always do something stupid. I don't know what I've done this week. But knowing me, there is something I just can't remember. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. I'm always losing something. Always. Mm. Hopeless. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Right, well, I think that's it from us today. Yeah, my loves. I, you know, think it was quite good. Yeah. Jo Jody and Nick, the agony aunts. That mean? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, maybe, we, yeah, we can get to some more if, uh, you st if we still have any new ones. Next week, we've got a different question, but we'll also add um, a few of the dilemmas in if you if you have enjoyed it, um, if you can relate to any, uh, it might be a good thing to add weekly, um, we'll see. Um, and I am going to ask next, week question, next week's question here, so you can comment down below. I will also still ask it on the community page, but just so you've got a heads up of what's coming next week. So we want your assumptions of me and Nick. So what do you assume that we are like? Because oh. I want to read that to see if any are true and false. I'm really looking forward to knowing your assumptions about us. It'd be a great laugh, I think, to say, you know, because I bet people think the things they think are like going to be like completely ridiculous. Because some of the things that I get now, like my troll comments, are just yeah. so ridiculous that they even think that. And I'm just like, it's laughable. So it'd be really interesting to know. Yeah, um, but give us your ridiculous ones. We don't care. Like, give them to us. <laughs> yeah, just so what you think. We'd like to know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, awesome. Okay, then. Thanks so much, guys. I wish you Thanks all well. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes, don't forget, guys, to like and subscribe. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Oh, yes, that's important. Don't forget, girlies and girlies. I meant guys. <laughs> <laughs> God, guys. Guys and girlies. <laughs>